international break, we've got no games to talk about, so we thought we'd bring up a little few debate points, go back and forth. <laughs> There's no games of interest, bro. Like, are you really care about this Nations League? Holland three, Germany nil. That's interesting. That's a little bit interesting. That's a little bit interesting. But the fact is, and like the fact that was interesting is the way Germany capitulated in that like last like what five ten minutes. The the two final goals came like the eighty sixth minute and the ninety third minute. I said this during the World Cup, I think. Because uh, Joachim Lowe's not, he's not going to scratching the balls. Yeah, not scratching no, well, no, 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 wait, no, what's, what's not scratching is the way he just pronounces his name. Joachim Lowe, isn't it? It's not It's <laughs> not. Joachim. Joachim. I heard Joachim, man. Joachim Lowe. Joachim Lowe, Aaron Lemon, David Silva. Oh, he's got so many names out there. Gundogan. <laughs> Nah, bro, but did you not see the picture of like somebody said, like posted a picture of him like that? And it was like 10 minutes, two minutes before well, this, it must have been his hands was with his nose. He's and then like two minutes before that, he was scratching. <laughs> anyway, no, that's interesting. Obviously, as we're recording this, England, uh, England are showing Spain a thing or two. Um, shout outs to Raheem Sterling. Man's, what was it? 1,102 days or something like that. How many days have it been uh, since not- Sterling scored? They're calling it. Uh, it's probably because of how England play him. Like he's yeah, of course. He, my man's job was not... It wasn't even really to score goals. It was just to create space and opportunities. He did miss a few chances, but yeah. Yeah, he did miss a few chances, though. But he's, he's working on that. It's not his fault, though, isn't it? If he was given penalty G... <laughs> He'd he be golden boot winner. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you say that, but you like Harry Kane ain't scored. Because they had the penalty, isn't it? Yeah. But no, real talk. This, not yet, anyway. This, he could end up scoring soon. This Nations League could be interesting because, like... You pointed out earlier, the matches are much more even now than uh, than friendlies and the way matches were before. Teams are really being matched with other teams at their level. It's going to be a lot tighter, a lot harder for those Ackers, but, you know, better for the world of football. Obviously, we've just jumped right into it. Let's make the introductions. Flo's here. MK in the building. Mr. BNF. Ben No Filter. Ben Knight Football. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so the first thing we're looking at is uh, obviously John Terry. Uh, he retired. Now he's assistant manager at Aston Villa. Take a look back. Was 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 he your hype or, or does he deserve his accolades? Chelsea's captain, leader, legend. Jose Mourinho's boy. I know, but well, his accolades anyway. With Chelsea, five Premier Leagues, five FA Cubs. Uh, got three League Cups, two FA Cups. Oh, two Community Shields, should I say. One Champions League, even though he got sent off and then he'd come on with his kitten. Oh, hey, full kit wanker. <laughs> and anyway, the Europa League, I say he did the same thing as well. He did. He, he did, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, just post up in your suit, innit? Like, Fully kitten. Anyway, after that, I swear he turned up, what, when you say, what one, he was there at the finishing line. They'll come up. Yeah, then I played the Chelsea individual, the Chelsea player of the year twice. Uh, Premier League player the month <laughs> once in the career. Wow, wasn't that good? And then the PFA player of the year once as well, two thousand four five. Is he the best centre back to play in the Premier League? Nope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> That's so easy. No, he's up there. He's obviously up there. But um, I guess who do you name as your top three? My in top the last three fifteen years that have ever played in the Premier League. Just fifteen years. Yeah. I mean, Ferdinand, I put in there straight away. He's, he's just there, bro. Blood links in there, yeah. Oh, no, no, shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Like, um, just for me, he marshaled and captained 
you know, what was at one time the best team in Europe um, and a dominant team in Europe for many years. And Chelsea, as, as, you know, as much as they did in the Premier League and stuff, they never really had that kind of reputation. They've not had that kind of reputation as being a dominant force in, in, in nah, football they were, they outside, there. Of the, outside of the Premier League. They, nah, they weren't there. Oh, and they had them battles with uh, with Barcelona, them ones that were basically every single Yeah, season. because they got drawn against Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was no, just no, the luck of the draw. They went in the group stages and they were they were they were like memorable games. Yeah, they were memorable games, were, but did they ever have they didn't have the reputation? reputation they did not have that feared, reputation. That teams feared Chelsea. They feared them. It's like what's it called? Chelsea they lacked, They didn't get to as many finals with that team. There you go. No, <laughs> there you go. actually, it mainly because they played either Barcelona or they got knocked out by United or, or Liverpool. Well, then you, you, you play. Well, you play. Where from you, bro? What they are? United they, they, they Barcelona. Were, they were. That team was formidable, and John Terry was. They were a formidable team, but they were. They were. They were. They were nearly there. They were also Rams. Um, but don't take away from my man. Like I say, I would put John Terry up there. He probably again say Ferdinand Terry. Um, one guy it, it's, it's difficult to say because he could never live up to his potential because of Who his injuries and his problems and stuff like that Ledley King um, for me that guy managed to put in mm. top class performances week in week out with very little training <laughs> if that guy didn't <laughs> have his tender nights injured, and stuff yeah he was always he injured he what 60-70 um, minutes a game and so I, I I feel he needs some accolades because if he was 100% yeah, fit he would have been but you guys are you're, you're skipping what about Saul Campbell would you would not you put Ledley over Sol? Oh, I forgot about Sol Campbell. Uh, no, he's disgraced himself in yeah, recent no, years. No, 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 no. No, no. no but even then, that's the my yeah, point. The all of them are all on some level, so there's no way you can put um, John Terry the well, best. No, well, no back, I, back, I don't think you could put anyone as the best. Back, back to what you're saying about the Terry versus Ferdinand. Yeah. In terms of goals wise, Terry has 50, like, got 57 Premier League goals. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's wow. got a lot of goals. Yeah, he's got a lot of goals. He's, he's scored, scored a lot of goals. Goals, goals, so you got to kind of on I mean, that side. Really that's in all competitions, though, right? Yeah, all that's, yeah that's all competitions. So, um, yeah. Premier League alone is 34 versus 11. That's still good, though. Yeah, that's a great return. There were a lot of games that Chelsea won, like 1 0, and he was the goal. There was a period towards his last two or three seasons where man was popping up with those headers that was winning last minute games. And like I say, he's there. He's definitely up there. If but you put it together, still not your, that's not what you look for in your defender. No, it's, it's, it's a, a nice, it's an extra, it's a bonus. It's, it's a, a bonus. bonus. You take that bonus. It's a bonus. But, but you know, yeah, if you um, just keep them clean shits and then clean shits. <laughs> for me as well, John Terry, like his lack of mobility, he was great positioning wise. But like, um, and, and I think this was more, this was more of a thing that I kind of thought of when he was playing uh, for England. Like sometimes my man would get caught out against better strikers. Like, and again, maybe it's towards the end, but he did not have the mobility to cover any mistakes that he made. Fair enough. Cause all, if you look at it, throughout your Chelsea career, he always had the guy next to him that built him up. So mm-hmm. Caval- William Cavalio was the main one. Exactly. They bailed him out a lot. Exactly. And then you had Galas at times, bailed him out with their pace. So like, yeah, it was trying to say it was towards the I know you could say obviously he's older, but when it was him and Cahill together. <laughs> 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 Lumbering, bro. Lumbering. And like, yeah, no, not to take anything away from my man. Obviously, you know, if you're talking about like a greatest ever Premier League team, his name has to be in the conversation. If you're talking about the best defenders ever, um, probably even in a world stage, like over the last like couple of decades, his name has to be in a conversation. But for me, I'm never going to say he's a clear cut first choice. No, no way. 
The only thing he, I thank him for in his career is slipping against Man United. Slipping. That was in the, that Champions you know League what? final. That puts him as my best defender ever. <laughs> that slip. That slip. Do you know what made it even sweeter was the tears afterwards. Oh, it couldn't have happened to a better person. That's all I know. Maybe actually Stevie G. Stevie G's slip was, was uh, it, it wasn't as monumental as, as Terry's. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, didn't we watch? Was that, that was the match we watched. We watched that, that slip. No, I think it? It that was, was wasn't, that, wasn't that walkabout. I was like, and, like we yeah, watched that match. I've got the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. You still got the pictures? Yeah. Wow, I need to see those. Send those um, to me. Yeah, no, but the thing is, his cockiness, like when he obviously Drogba got sent off in that game, his cockiness to come out like last penalty. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna bring the trophy home. No, he did. That's come on. The person that always when you step up last, you're not you're not the main penalty taker. They had other guys. Chelsea mm. had other guys that could have took that penalty, but he's like, I want to be that leader, captain, bring the trophy. The home. weaker guys always go up first. Fucked bro. up, man. <laughs> he fucked up. I'm good on you in it because that was an amazing night, amazing season, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fell in love with football all over again that night. It was uh, it was amazing. But no, I claim to John Terry. Uh, do we think he's going to be able to do it in a managerial prospect? That will tell. Or is he too controversial a figure off the field? <laughs> I think at the moment, he's still at Villa, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so they he, named him assistant manager. He's like, in he, and he around left, the team. Like he left Villa, though, and then now only because Steve Bruce had been sacked, they brought him in. Yeah, I think that was a part of The only thing is, though, meant to happen. with that, I don't know how it's going to be because he's the assistant. Mm-hmm. The other guy... Is like he's the he was the Brentford manager. Yes. And now they brought him in. They brought him in. Did like he have a say in bringing John Terry in or the? Or did they force it on him? Is it Brentford? That's the money team, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, the only thing in the side you get the thing with Republic of Ireland and having Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane. Like both like Roy Keane wants to be a manager and you got yeah. yeah. It's like how does that really work when? John Terry's made it no like thing. He wants to be Chelsea manager. He wants to be a proper manager. Yeah, yeah. So but like, it won't work together. It doesn't work. But maybe he's maybe he is happy to to learn a little bit of his trade first, and then. But you know, seeing the likes of other guys going and getting their managerial jobs, he might get a little antsy. He might get a little edgy. But you know, we can't talk about John Terry without talking about his off-field antics. Which before that, another memorable moment. Oh no, Bowen. And when Diaby blasted him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not funny. Right. It's well, not funny, but it was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that? Well, like, I'm, it was funny. He kick races funny. about football. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was on YouTube right now. <laughs> I don't know how you laugh at that, but that was funny at that being. Bro, I, I don't think. Like, no, I'm, I'm not saying it was a good thing to happen, but if it's funny, it's funny, bro. It like, I'm not even going to. I'm not, I'm not going to try and pretend I'm a good person. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know what, Tonis, you're right. You can't talk about him without talking about the controversial moment. But you can so segue which, into that. Which one do you want to start with? The first one, kick races are not football. <laughs> yeah. So John Terry versus John Terry versus the Ferdinand. Yeah. They're both in us. Yeah. And to think that obviously, well, they grew up they pretty much grew up kinda of together, didn't they? Like Terry John Terry and Ferdinand, they West played Ham. in the same youth team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, before yeah, West Ham, yeah. they played before in the West same Ham, youth yeah. team. Because Terry wasn't there. Yeah, so um, they grew up. They all grew up together, and then, but obviously that game at the Q, Chelsea versus QPR. Yeah, and the guy walked past the screen when he just shouted these. Well, we all know what he shouted. That I don't know. 
Once he shoot, obviously he's clearly shoot. Like, I think these two colors. The, the other thing is, yeah, and you know, everyone's kind of always always up for debate, but like the the Terry family had a history of of not being the most savory characters, <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of goes against him. Like it doesn't seem out of place. Like you know. To all intents and purposes, there'd be players that would be accused of that and you'd see the lip reading and stuff and you'd be like, nah, still, I'm not sure. But with John Terry, you're just kind of like, yeah, that fits. <laughs> that fits. And it did. That obviously had a huge, that marred his, that marred his career um, spectacularly. And like you say, you can't have a conversation about him and his career without that coming up, which obviously has nothing to do with how good a footballer he was, but it's the measure of the man. Again, does that affect how he manages and how our players and stuff will view him? Yeah, it could be. Is. You know, uh, if you're not getting picked for a John Terry team, in the back of your head, is there always doubts whether it's over your ability and whether you're right or wrong? You, you might not be getting picked. You know, all footballers think you know they're good enough to be starting in whatever team they're in, but in your head, you might be like, mm, is this a footballing decision? You know, um, but then obviously not content with just the accusations of racism, <laughs> my man decided to, you know, put pay to his friendship with Wayne Bridge as well. That one is mad though. That was out of nowhere, bro. That, that nowhere. one is despicable. Is it? Is it more despicable than Ryan Giggs? <laughs> no, all right, now no, nah, no. We're talking about Terry. We're talking about you know Terry. What? Ranggy's got a mitigating circumstance. And the reason. What is that? No, no, no. Was... The reason what, is. What? Brothers share everything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The reason is, right, first of all, I tell you this. You're. <laughs> I'm completely off football here, yeah, but. Right, you're with a chick, and then that was a goal. You leave her, like. You leave that chick. I wouldn't go with and try to get with that chick. Be like, nah, you've been there. I ain't gonna go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, real talk. So you ain't gonna do that. Giggs was with that girl first and then his brother then goes when they finished oh, he goes so, so he had previous yeah he had previous yeah yeah he had previous so that's, that's why I say he's got no, mitigating seconds like, that's not mitigating bro I love Giggs oh you keep in the same circle then it's going to be like you know what I've hit that once hmm, let me go again innit? yeah Dude, but not when you're married though bro but no but the thing is that one Wayne Bridge is like yeah Wayne Bridge is meant to be your boy it's not even like just Teammates, you were and best friends, bro. Neighbours. They were next door neighbours. That's what made it easy access, isn't it? Leave the back door open for me, love. And the fact <laughs> that he used to wait till Bridge left and then he, what? Was Bridge not suspicious? And, and then, then go to training late. <laughs> yeah, bro, was he not suspicious, no. my man? Like, why would you not be like, yo, you come in training with me? Like, nah, nah, I'll be there 20 minutes later. Oh, bro. That one, that's lower than lower. And that again shows character. That's character, that. And that is another, and character is, is still a part of football. Like, you know, it's still, it's still looked at, especially now with footballers, the way footballers' lives are analysed so hard. Like, the character has to be part of the conversation as well. And a couple of times he's shown that he's not really a man of character. Well, he, it's he, always he's, is, well, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not writing him off. I'm not writing him off. Um, I mean, you know. But the thing is, again, like, Obviously, with those two incidences, and I think there was another like there was when they were the final when Chelsea went to this was, they were younger then, but Chelsea went to New York, and then this was not long after September 11th happened. And him and that Lampard was, yeah, was him and Lampard, laughing, were at, laughing, uh, laughing yeah. at September 11th. Yeah, yeah laughing and, and, and making silly remarks and, well. and running and stuff like that. So it's like things like this. How can that now he if a Derby City youngster does something, what can he say? 
Can you really tell him off? That guy's going to turn around and say something. He can't be, what? Ah, oh, I never did this, or you can't do that. that what so you do as I say, not as I do, innit? <laughs> no. Although, to be honest as well, like, well, I suppose the kids coming up probably still know about a couple of his things, but it might not be, a, it's not as, you know, it's not in the conversation as much as it used to be. So some of these youngsters coming up you, are not going to know, they're not going to feel as strongly about it as... as no, uh, because it's, this is the, everything's on YouTube nowadays. That's true. You, all you've got to do is, oh, Jen Terry used to manage, uh, play for Chelsea, the big name player, let me, let me Google him. Yeah. A couple of things that come up straight away. So on Wikipedia and everything, so they're going to see it, so... Nice. Um, yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. But we'll see how much of an effect it does have. He could, you know, he could end up being a, uh, he could end up being a great manager. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. I mean, let's move on and talk about players. There seems to be a, a lot of players coming out, coming out now. Guys that we used to watch banging goals not too long ago, taking up managerial positions and they seem to be doing well. Yeah. Uh, you look at Frank Lampard with Derby, um, got off to a great start there. Steven Gerrard with Rangers is also doing bits. Uh, John Terry, uh, Thierry Henry, sorry. Just about. Just in, uh, yeah, just appointed at Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I say, if you look at Lampard and Gerrard, who are the class of the same, the same uh, generation as Terry, they've started off in the right way. Um, I think it used to be that players didn't make good managers. Most of the great managers in the game weren't great players. <clears throat> you look at the likes of Arsene Wenger, Jurgen Klopp, Jose Mourinho, you know, the likes of Svengar and Eriksen, these guys, some of them played in second, third leagues or whatever. But it looks now, kind of with the advent of Guardiola, that players, and, you know, it's with the advent of sports technology and science and stuff. But tell me, this, well, I find a breath of fresh air that they're not all just deciding to, well, I know like Gerard and Lampard, they're both on BT as well before. But mm. now they're actually trying to do stuff and they're not all just wanting to go on TV and sit there. Yeah, that's the easy right. way. That's the yeah. easy punditry way. Um, and I will, I'll be the first to admit, um, in, the case of, in the case of both of them, uh, especially with Derby, obviously Derby last season just missed out on the playoffs and they were looking to make that push. I think they finished 7th or 8th, something like that. And they were looking to make that push into, into playoff contention. Yeah. For me, I was like, why would you hire somebody with no experience? Like, if you look at it as a business decision... If your business is turning over X amount and you want to get up to the next level, are you going to go with a tried and tested guy or are you going to get that oh, fresh guy, fresh so, out of uni? The but, thing is, Derby have, have got a history of sacking managers. Mm. They give them a chance and then they don't make it then they sack them. Like um, uh, Steve McLaren has in mm-hmm, recent years mm-hmm, taken mm-hmm, them to playoffs. Mm-hmm. They haven't made it. Then season after they sack him. Yeah. The thing is, they've, got a, they've had a squad for the last couple of years that is good enough to get like to... Not just not not good enough to win the championship, but good enough to get close enough to a playoff. Yeah. So now they're just thinking, who's going to be who can who can they bring to motivate the players? Like who will the play like players will come in and they listen to? And to be honest, like Frank Lampard, what there's nothing like yeah yeah will listen to the, the guy yeah great because it's like, yeah. like as much as I criticise him, the guy can't score. He couldn't score a goal without a deflection. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, come on now, isn't he all-time uh, top scorer for Chelsea or something? Yeah, and <laughs> I bet you 90% of them were deflections and then the other 10% were yeah. penalties. But for me though, the way football is a business now, I was, I was, I, I thought Derby had made a stupid move and now it looks like they haven't. I never said he would be a bad manager, but I said for me, I thought it was a bad move on Derby's part to take that kind of risk, but it seems to be paying off. Same thing for Rangers. 
Rangers are all right, fair enough. They had their troubles. They dropped down. They had to come back again. They're still a team with a lot of money. They're still a team with a no, name. That's the thing. They don't have that much money again. So using, compared to the rest of the Scottish using, teams, uh, <laughs> compared to the rest of the Scottish teams, but compared to Celtic, they're not in the same thing. No, no, they're compared not to Celtic, bracket, not, so, but that's the one team that's above them. Using this thing of um, bringing Gerard in, they, that opens up an avenue of them being able to go with Liverpool. And mm. also bringing a lot of other young English players because they yeah, want to yeah, play, for they play for Gerard. So and it's smart. It's no, smart no, both of them are looking like sound moves now, but they were risky. But I guess sometimes you have to take risks. Well, all, all managerial appointments are risky. <laughs> yeah, Mourinho, but someone less so. Bringing Mourinho in, bringing in Van Gaal, bringing in Moyes. Yeah, but someone risky. less so. Like, you know, you, would you say if any team was to bring in Guardiola, would you say that was a risk? No, no, Guardiola exactly. Though. We know he's that guy's pedigree. Mm-mm. But if there it, are managers of pedigree. All right, Rangers aren't of Rangers are probably not pulling in that kind of pedigree. But there's managers. It's like bringing Neil Warnock into a Championship team. You know that's not a risk. He's not a top manager in the world, but you know for your level, he's good enough. <laughs> and Rangers could have done that. They could have gone for somebody who is proven at the level that they're at, but they didn't. And again, it's working. I think personally, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's always going to be a risk, regardless. And at this moment, it's early. You don't know how they're. Oh, yeah. Major, I mean, it's given the like, new manager effect. Gary too. Neville's and whatnot. Look at Gary Monk. Gary Monk is a year younger than um, Lampard, and he's been mm-hmm. doing this for what, all of about four years now? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. he's been in rotation. He's been to Birmingham, he's been to Middlesbrough. You know, That's I think he's still in Birmingham now. Yeah, he's been yeah. at three or four clubs now. It's always been one season or so from Swansea. And then he's changed teams. So I think, I don't know, looking at him as a model, they might just end up being another one of rotation managers. But that's Steve the other Bruce's, thing. What not? While bringing in a name that people respect is a great move that only keeps the players motivated for so long. Yeah. And so now after that motivate, because it's always the same. You get a team, look at Crystal Palace. How many times have they been like, um, you know, nearing the end, bring a new manager in, the new manager effect kicks in. It happens with any team. New manager comes in, the team all of a sudden starts performing. After that kind of wears off, then you see where where the actual managerial skills take them. And we might still be in that honeymoon period, we might not. But so far they're doing good jobs. But um yeah, I just for me, like them guys walking into jobs like that just seemed a little bit weird. Yeah, I'll give you a, an example like Mourinho. With Chelsea, when things mm. went sour, Hazard, I said, I think said that in a recent interview that he would, I think he said that they picked a, a coach or manager to play with again. He said Mourinho. He this did, was only he this did. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he said, said he was sorry for the way it went down. Things were very sour, so like the morale was down. You know, no yeah. one's actually having fun training. Yeah. And similar to Man United now, it's the same thing. So even if you've got the good, um, good players, a great manager it may not work. So it's for these managers, Gerard and Lampard and whatnot. But keeping them motivated and having mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. exam. So if the, 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 the way they play suits the players and they're actually upbeat and everything about them is going yeah. the right way, it can keep going. But I thought like the, said, uh, how long it can happen. I thought the Hazard thing was interesting mm-hmm. because like, to all intents and purposes, the, the way it was portrayed was like, oh, this guy hates Mourinho, doesn't yeah. want to play for him <laughs> He anymore. was one of the main guys that down tools though. Yeah, but but the thing is, there was was it, yeah. What, but was it a conscious downing of tools? Like I don't think it was a like from the way my man's talking. It wasn't a fact of I'm not playing for this guy. It was just a case of yeah, that the motivation wasn't there. It exactly, wasn't that he exactly. disliked him. It wasn't that he wanted him to get fired. It's just he the the motivation wasn't there. Just putting that disclaimer just in case he goes to because he keeps saying he wants out at Chelsea. 
Oh, he did one out. If he ends up leaving and... If he leaves and then Mourinho ends up at the club that he goes to, then you're going to be like... Bro, Mourinho... If he leaves, he's going to Real Madrid. They're not taking Mourinho back at Madrid, bro. You never know. This this guy that wasn't called left the Spain thing, now he's about to get sacked. The terrible form. Mourinho could be next in line there. You never know. You don't, you don't. Like, Real Madrid are running out of options, bro. There's only so many managers that you can get. There's only so many managers you can get before you start to try untested guys. Maybe Frank Lampard's next job is there. <laughs> well, he's, at the moment, what, seven points off the top in the championship? Yep. Derby eight, in eighth position. Which so, is a bit of a drop because he was, they were in the heady heights of fourth for a They were holding in that top, in the top four position is, for a while. Championship is tough, but he's had the EFL Cup win against United yep being United on penalties which is a great feat beating a manager that that you learn from basically yeah, that like from, the, yeah. that he had his best he had his best years under Mourinho all of them have done alright Gerard obviously done the best being Rangers giving the mm. players he has <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, mean yeah, he only had two yeah. losses Lampard has had about how many losses has Lampard had uh, what's that he's played 12 like yeah four? he's lost 4 yeah, four. Lampard has won eight, drawn three, lost four. It's Patrick, still a good record. Patrick Vieira obviously is in French league. Oh yes, he's also lost Vieira. what four and won six. So it's all about it's it's all oh. a balance at the moment. But again, Vieira like he kind he's of paid around. his jewels beforehand. Yeah. Like these guys just like walked straight in and it didn't make any sense to me. But yeah. we'll see what happens with them and we'll see where they go. No, Gerard did do. Like a little sting with the under twenty threes at Liverpool. Yeah, he's been. That's where yeah. Vieira went. Well, Vieira like went under twenty threes. Like, like a season, maybe. Yeah, yeah but it's really the same. Say America's even recognized. No, because Vieira no, went from under twenty threes. He went from under twenty threes at Man City, oh, could... then went to America, and then from there he's. Yeah, which is a progression, though. But to me, that is a that's a natural progression, like. Yeah, but even but with um, if you say it that way, not even real experience. Uh, Pep went from Barcelona B team to the first team. Zidane went from Real Madrid B team to the first team. So it's like, these are... Yeah, but and and they, like, yeah. But they spent a good while there and they knew the system, they knew the setup. Gerard and obviously, was... the Barcelona B becomes the Barcelona... Yeah, but Gerard hasn't gone from Liverpool B to, to Liverpool A. Yeah, he, he hasn't gone to, from under 23. He's to, gone to a team that's like, probably worse than the Liverpool B anyway. Yeah, fair no, you know what? Fair you point. have to give to Gerard. He did well. A bit like Pep. He did well with the under 23s of Liverpool. So, if I thought... If any, if any team, which is... Probably, like I said, for Gerard, I don't know about Lampard. For Gerard, people were saying it's too early. I thought you never know because given what you did with under 23s, the way the yes. Scottish league is, the worst you can do, if anything, is third or fourth. If you get less than fourth for Rangers, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll but be, I mean, Celtic is the main team. And even then, Celtic are a bit wishy washy without Dembele now. So it's just one of those things. And but that's he, the thing, to honest, it was more of a risk. Well, you know, Gerard's name is big enough that he will be given another chance anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was more of a risk doing that. Like you see, you see these youngsters once they get loaned to Celtic or Rangers, that's it. Their career's done. They ain't, they ain't really gonna come back and do anything. <laughs> that's it. So going there, it's yeah, just a graveyard place. So it's that one t- one team league apart from this season with uh, Celtic flopping. But it's a tougher. It's definitely like, yeah. it's more of a risk for him taking that than it is for Jer- uh, Lampard taking the derby job. Because, yeah, look at Dembele. Like, that guy could have had a pick of teams, bro. <laughs> guy could have had a pick of teams to go to. Um, there's a still, what, like two-thirds of the season left to go. Yeah. We'll tally up where they are at the end, whether they left their teams in a better or a worse position, and then we can start judging. Well, what's your, what's your thoughts on Gerard? Do you think, do you see them in the top three? 
I think he's there for the taking because some of the, like obviously with Celtic not performing and who was it? Half mid Lothian oh, are at the top. Um, I can't remember who's second. Uh, might be Aberdeen or something like that. But I think, I still think he would do better with other teams around him underperforming. But with Celtic underperforming, they're still below Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. No, but so do you, do you see them top three then? End of season. Do Wait, if, it, it, if they don't get minimum third, it's a failure of the season. I don't think it's a failure. It's a dead league. Come on, it's a failure. I don't think it's a failure of the season. I, I, don't th- okay, I, I think enough. everyone Hearts should get a blight for a season. Hearts have been steadily building. Mm-hmm. They've got a bit of money, so they're doing their thing. Celtic, obviously, expect them to be there. Rangers, like last season, they were third. So if they don't match that, it's a downward step. That's, uh, that's Okay, but, but again, new manager. But then what about Lampard? Because they were pushing championship players. So again, yeah. they need no. to be going to the playoffs. Lampard is more clear-cut. If they're not getting into the playoffs, then that, that's a failure because that was their whole reason for bringing in a new manager was to give them that push Did they into get the to playoffs. the playoffs last season? No, that's what I'm saying. They were just outside. Yeah, so they didn't get in last season. But he's got a remit, though. His remit is get us into the playoffs. Okay, that's his target, but it doesn't make it a failure, so to speak. There's no guarantee. Yeah, that's true. It, it, yeah. So you're going to give him some leeway there. Like I say, the first season is always... I think the first season is always a blight. As long as you don't, like, you know... As long as you're not totally, like, cacking it up and, and, and facing mm. relegation or in, the, like, <laughs> the lower half of the table, then you should always get a blight for that first season. <laughs> Hey single fellas, looking for a vibrant environment to meet gorgeous single ladies, play games and vibe? Then why not come down to the Swish Dating event on Tuesday, 30th of October at 404 Lounge, 26 to 28 Cricklewood Lane, London, NW21HB from 7pm. Tickets are £20 and all guests get a complimentary drink on arrival between 7 and 8pm. For more info, catch us on Insta at PR Connections with link to tickets on Shubs in our bio. We'll see you there. Keep listening to the Ball and All podcast. Moving on, new topic now. Modern football, people always complaining. The game's not the way it used to, you know, it always happens with everything. The game's not the way it used to be. It's not great. It's not great. Um, some people would argue it's better than it's ever been. Some people would say it's the worst it ever is. What is it that you dislike about modern football? Obviously, we all love football here. We're still watching it, but there's stuff that we don't like. Then I've got two things. First one, the money in football is actually pissing me off now. Man, it's ridiculous, it's of course. Dumb. I, I was but that really is the nature of capitalism. No, but I was a random average guy going for <laughs> 40, 40 million. million and that. It's just madness. But then the thing is... I need to rein myself in sometimes because I remember people back in the day when Ferdinand Ben went for 30 and all of this like oh back in my day yeah, exactly. it never worked for this amount of money 500,000 in a pie <laughs> <laughs> that's it go on so we've got to realise you know nah it's just yeah you know football is entertainment and it's money so all of these guys they're assets as well so my yeah my, my argument to, I, I thought the same I was like there's too much money in football there's too much money in football they're earning that money and to be honest, if football was earning that money and the players weren't getting a slice of that, they weren't getting those wages and the, that money wasn't trickling down like it was, people would be angry that it's all being kept by the upper echelons of football. Yeah, exactly. So the more money that comes into football, the more money those guys deserve because they are the players. 
And like I say, it's capitalism, you know, no, at its most you, harmonious. But tell me, actually, when you say that, it's like those other people that turn around and say, oh, well, doctors are not getting paid that. Because <laughs> there's not that. that doctors. Like, wait, first of all, we don't want to be sitting and watching theatre, do we? <laughs> you know, Some people do, but you don't pay for it, bro. <laughs> you go sit and watch the theatre. Watch the ER and then. No, 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 no. People go watch people doing, doing operations and stuff like that, but you don't pay for it. But the thing is, yeah, but then, like, again, but no one ever had that that complaint about when a movie star makes like yeah, Will Smith yeah, yeah. makes millions in a film yeah but the difference with this is this entertainment so is watching a movie no no, no it's all about the doctors no I'm talking about doctors, doctors thing. like there's a two in different fields people complain anyway people complain in, in general because yeah. someone's getting a lot of money you're thinking I'm saving lives I should get but that's just what it is like that's that you're bringing like a socialism aspect it's into it about how man, then, yeah but like if the way you're talking it's it's more of a socialism aspect that all of this extra money that's going into football, they should be spreading it about, like they should be donating it out to so that doctors can get paid more or schools can get no, more money. Not that but that's not how... Cap- yeah, but that's... The exactly. only thing they should do is make sure that money filters down to the lower leagues. That's yeah. the only thing. But and that's what I'm saying. That's not how... Like I'm saying, the way for, for doctors and stuff to get paid and footballers to be giving that money away, that's more of a socialist aspect, but we're dealing in a capitalist society here. When saying what you just said about filtering down, didn't you post something about the PSV or something mm. saying they'll use ten percent of their profits. That was me. The Would the you? Dutch teams, uh, I think it's Ajax, Ajax, Feyenoord, and PSV will be uh, splitting the money that they make from the Champions League uh, across the league. What ten percent um, of the money? Uh, yeah, ten percent. Was it ten percent of the money? I think that's what I read. Uh, but is this confirmed or is this something that's going around at the moment? Well, that's it. I've not had a chance to double fact check it, but 10% of each of their share of their Champions League and Europa money will go to all the other clubs in the league because they are trying to build up the league as a whole. But this is my question. Are they, would they be allowed to do that? In terms of, would a club... I don't know. Are they allowed to do no, that? No, no, I don't know. They get more money when you win. So if a club is playing them for anything, you know, you know, we need to be easy on them so they... Got arrested team or whatever. So when they play the Champions League, I might go far, but I mean, isn't there a conflict of interest there? Like, no, 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 no. No, to be honest, to be honest, like, I, I don't think the players on the field would do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past the chairman of the board to be like, yo, if we don't beat these guys, or but, you know, they lower team saying. The only way that may happen is if these guys, like, I know one of the. If they get to the semi final, semi final, the final, and they're like, you know. Last game of the season, so let's just make it slightly easier to get. Like, we'll let you but rest. Like, I don't see that's not going to happen. Yeah, but still, it shouldn't be No, no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm thinking in, in terms of football ethics, that would always come up as a, a thing you should look at before, you know, a bigger team. That's why they stop feeder clubs in certain, but, certain but, countries because but, then it becomes an issue. But the thing is, it's only 10%. Probably that place in the. If, if, like, you get that win against them and it takes you up a league position, probably more than what you would have mm, got anyway. Mm, mm. So. It's like, which one do you want? So No, but that's what I'm saying. For, for the other club, it's much better to get the money, obviously. Because football is a business now. It's not about really about the football too tough. It's about making sturdy money, constant money. Yeah, yeah. In, and then you work on your football and whatever it goes around the football club. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's... No, I don't think it will get to that kind of level. Because, yeah, and at the end of the day, like, like it is a business, but you still need to be playing good football and winning to attract your sponsors... Um, to sell those tickets and to keep your business running, that like that ten percent ain't gonna keep you going if you lose if you're losing games against against those three teams and you're dropping three places. Um, obviously, we know the money over in the Dutch league isn't as much as as it is in the Premier League, which makes it even more likely that they're gonna fight because 
you're probably not getting that much more money for going up places so you want to get as high as you possibly can i think yeah it's looking in it, into it a little too deep to, to say that, that it could become a kind of conflict of interest we talk about money whatever happened to ffp um, financial fair play they, <laughs> bruv, it's the usual thing they do in football it's like when they bring in new rules in football they, they make a big fanfare to show everybody we're doing something we're doing something like what happened to <coughs> is it ac milan AC Milan that got uh, was it AC or Inter that got financial fair play slapped on them and like a couple of months later it it, it just got like rescinded or AC, lowered. Yeah, they yeah. Mm-hmm. same with Chelsea when they 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 slapped a little bit of a ban on Chelsea, but then it was like, oh, it's retrospective. It was from the seasons gone before or whatever. Like it's it's just noise. It's just noise to keep all the people that are spending all the money on the tickets happy. Like they pretend that they're doing stuff, but they're not really. The bubble's got to burst at some point though, right? And looking at their the German league, they've got financial fair play to a T, but it stops competition really. It's only, only one team, only one team that wins. But but looking at that and talking about like Germany, because of their restrictions and the money that they didn't have, they had to build their they had to build up their own players and they had to look to their own country and look what happened as a result. They had a dominant nation for a number of years because they had to. All of their players stayed in Germany. They didn't bring many other players in from other countries. They all developed together from young age up to higher age. They were all getting first team football in, in good teams. And that was the result. It's not so, to a degree, not to such a high degree, because I guess the level of football, it's the kind of thing that's happening in, in Scotland now. Um, again, not to so much of a degree because not to so much of a degree because even low football, even low money in football is, is still big money now. But they've had to look more at their own players and kind of build a, a stronger national unit. Oh, a stronger national unit has come out of it. Um, yeah, man, maybe England needs a bit of that. No, but it's true. If you look at any team that dominates for a long period of time, they've always had to look within. Yeah. Before going thing, like obviously you got United, the night, uh, class of 92. They yeah. had to look within and then they dominate for a while. Yeah. Barcelona's team. Yep. They dominate for a long time because of their youth players and then you got. Yeah, like the German national team again. Yeah. Obviously, they all have to be international uh, German players, anyway. But they were all in the <laughs> no, German but they were all in the German they grew league up together. Then. You've got the Spanish national team again. They all kind of a crop that came together. So yeah. it is a case of you have to do look at like, how you rebuild and how you use that money to yeah. sort of purchase players, train them. Yeah. Side note on that, like I was reading an article. It seems like the the problem with that is. You can't become like a victim of your own success because Barcelona trained up such a great team and they sat there for so long and they've now bought the money in that they can afford players. Um, apparently their academy is in tatters now. They are losing all of their best academy players. They're going to other leagues, other countries, other teams and they don't really have current crops coming through. So in the next few years, they're either going to become a big money spending team like a Man City or they're going to drop. Same thing happened to United. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the youth team collapsed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it became terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's it still was. terrible. Yeah, it became, yeah. It became terrible because they relied on that crop and never needed to do anything for a long time. Because that crop lasted for years. <laughs> yeah, and so years. Then you just get complacent. That guy, whoever was youth guy, was just chilling. And it's easier <laughs> to just go grab like, oh, I only need one player this season. Yep. You grab a foreign import or you grab someone from another team that you know is already ready for the rigours of the league and you don't look to your, you don't look to your youth. Um, which is uh, another point, thing for me that I hate about football now is uh, because it's a business and businesses are gauged on results, 
you don't get the time needed to develop your youngsters. Managers don't get the time needed to mold teams into their image to, to do what they need to do. Um, how many managers have lost a job and then gone on to do great at another team? Whereas if they'd have stayed at that team, you know, it might have taken a little bit longer because of financial constraints or whatever, but they probably could have done something. Um, how many youngsters careers have kind of gone downhill because they didn't get the chance to, to, to flourish at a top team. And, you know, it's, you can have natural talent, but if you're, we know there's a difference between being at Chelsea's Academy and Fulham's Academy. And if you go from Chelsea's Academy to Fulham's Academy, you're not getting the best of the training that may allow you to reach your full potential. And you I mean, probably, you probably get that more, more of a chance coming through a smaller club though. You probably do get more of a chance come, coming through a smaller club, but also it's very difficult to get back into a bigger club once you go down. That's very true. few do. Um, I mean, look at like Chelsea as, a, as an example. I mean, before I know what they've got, like Loftus-Cheek and stuff going there, um, up to about maybe two, three seasons ago, John Terry was like the last guy that came through. And they've had, what, their youth team has won how many FA Cups? Won how many FA Cups? And not one single one of them made it into the senior team. Um, it's, you know, that's ridiculous. And, you know, if you're not playing 100% and not on top every single game or for a good few games in a row, then your chance is gone. Back in the day, you had a couple of seasons to build your team. You had a couple of seasons to get your players up to scratch. But then, yeah, but as you're saying, with the money side of football, that comes where... Your team's flopping. Like, well, it kind of showed with the longest serving manager in the Premier League is Ed, um, the Bournemouth guy. Yeah, Ed yeah. Hart, six years. That's the longest serving manager. Everyone else, chop and change. Because, yeah. yeah, you're not winning a couple of games. That's it. They sack, like, they sack you, move on to the next. And if you're a new guy coming in, why am I going to play youth? Why am I going to put my name? Na- but na- but na- this is the question. Like, um, in terms of the youth, they made that league the on the 23rd Premier League. To sort of boost some, not it's not. But that was the whole idea. One step in the right direction because I believe those under twenty three teams they play in like that Johnson, whatever the Johnson's Johnson. trophy is called now, yeah. Yeah. which is what. But that's what Spain and Germany do. They have their under twenty three teams, but but they they, they, they play, play like they, they play like they their, actually their version. play them in the league. Yeah, yeah, they play like the, their version of the championship or whatever <laughs> and stuff like that. Like that's kind of a step in the right direction, but um, yeah. And, you know, again, all of the money that's in football doesn't help because now even teams like a West Ham or, or, or somebody that was, you know, not a, a team that couldn't really afford players now, they can afford players now. There's so much money in it, even they can afford decent players. And it's easier, again, it's easier to buy a player from a bigger team or buy a foreign import than it is to wait for somebody to get used to the rigours of the Premier League. Please don't start with my other pet hate about the too many foreigners in the league. But don't start with that one. That, but then that feeds into the conversation. Should you know? Should the Premier League be more concerned and more aware of the effect that they're having on the national team? Should they be worried about that? Should that be in their focus as well? Should they be think? You know? Should they be trying to help? the country as a whole do better on the world stage of football. Is no. that their concern? I, I think it was. Personally, the yeah, way I've seen the football, it was. Yeah. We're looking at a crop of English players now. Clearly, there's a trend where these players are sort of starting to shine in mm. the individual teams, like in Bournemouth, in Leicester. You know, these teams have these players that are clearly shining for them. So, even with Declan Rice being, where's the Irish? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they've got he the chose, talent... He chose England. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He chose England. He chose there England. There we go, another yeah. English player. But I'm saying they're all sort of shining in their teams. 
Mm-hmm. And if, like Gary, um, Gary Salga is doing, he's picking up the new mold. He's not going for the, you know, your name is this. Although they've just slotted Barkley back in because of a couple performances, fair enough. But then, you know, they're going for these new, young, these teams where you think, yeah. if I don't play for United, Tottenham, um, Chelsea, Arsenal, I'm not getting in the team. Now that's all gone. If you play well for your team, you're getting in. You play well for your team, you're getting in. But are enough of these guys playing at the top level that's needed for to be on the world stage? Like, you know, you should be playing like Champions League, Europa League kind of football. Like, all right, you got Harry Kane and then you got Marcus Rashford to obviously because of United's uh because of the United's tradition, he's probably had more of a chance than uh, than another youngster would get at any other top team. You maybe he'd have been out on loan or maybe he would have been sold by now if he feels at City or Liverpool. After those two, who's the who's the strikers to who's the strikers that you would say could lead England to some like where's the where's the depth where's the strength? Sterling. He's not a striker though. <laughs> well, the guy you just said didn't score in like a thousand X days. Come on. Yeah, I'm talking like, like, in terms opinion. of a striker. Who are the wingers? Who who do not you make Sterling or, or attacking oh, no, midfield? No, England have the wingers? wingers. They're not top. Sterling, like you're saying. Exactly. That's your point. They're not top. My my point is not that the players aren't there. My point is the players aren't top. They're not quality enough. You know, you got like look at like Wales for example. Wales Wales take players from like players that play in like the English Championship because they don't have that great. You know, they don't have a, a great wealth of players to pick from. Yeah, but what can you? England don't either. England England prefer to have this. Amazing league where all top players like to come here, obviously because of the money. It as is well. so amazing, though. So, no, but this is but this is kind of back to what you were saying. Is it the clubs? Is it the clubs' uh, duty to make England better? No, the club owners, most of them now were foreign anyway, so they're just about mm. landing on their pockets. They're like, you get into business to make money, not to. Go and help someone else, or whatever. You're not making money for but yourself. But it's all part of the FA. Yeah. So it comes to the FA. Yeah, but it comes to the FA. The English FA to put in certain things they can put in. But look at yeah, the, yeah, look yeah. at the English FA themselves. They're trying to sell, like they what built, spent money building Wembley again, yeah. and now they're looking to sell it themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're all about money. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, it's not the clubs. Position to think they want to go. Football is a worldwide game, so they're going to go and search everywhere, looking for that uh, next message. Yeah, yeah, because they, guy, but they want they they want that ready made. They don't want they or they want the guys that maybe only need a little bit of nurturing, or guys that they can get before anybody else notices them. That's the only reason they're buying younger players rather than people in their prime. There's too much competition for players in their prime. Mm. You know, it's hard to prize a Tony Cruz away from a team or or a Luka Modric or a Lionel Messi. But if you can grab a guy that looks like he might be something, even like you know, they're taking like seven year olds from other countries now. They're like moving whole families over and stuff like that. But also, looking at it from another perspective, can't some of these players be playing for top teams in other countries? England is notorious for not... It's easier. I know where you're going to. You know, finish your point and I'll get to mine. No, I'm saying that, you know, obviously you've got your top teams in England and England is... uh, It's the most entertaining league in the world. There can be a debate over whether it's the best in different factions, stuff like that, but... You know, you've got some of these youngsters here that could play for a, a team, an upper echelon team in another league, in an Italian league, in a German league, in a French league. And they could play for a, a, a Champions League French team. They could play for a Champions League German team. They could play for a Champions League Italian team rather than lounging at an Everton okay. or something like that. Then I'll ask you this question. Who, yeah. Name three players that could do that. 
No. There's been offers for players. No, hold on. Name three players. Well, obviously, I'm going to go to the one who has done it. Jadon Sancho. He was at Man City. Who's like, he playing for now? Borussia Dortmund. He's oh. playing in the Champions League. He scored in the Champions League against Monaco. He's got eight goals so far this season across all competitions and a number of assists. That guy, if he'd have taken the standard route, he'd either still be sitting on the bench once every four or five weeks for Man City or he'd be at Fulham now. That's and true. he decided to go abroad and he's playing in a Champions League team. Okay, that's, that's a very good... And I won't expect you to say that. <laughs> that's a perfect example, but at the same time, you don't get many of them. Most of the top English players you don't need will be playing for a team already. Anyone else would not get into the top two or three teams in any no, other country. No, but I think you don't need to go to the top two No, but that's what, no, but his point was saying playing no, no, in Champions even, League. Even, Euro, even Europa League. Like even Europa League. That's fine. Well, for the players further down in their career, they should be like when, when, um, when the Italian teams came in for um, Jack Wilshire. Jack Wilshire. Or, yeah. Or like Why would Valencia you not go? came in for Tom Cleverley and stuff like that. These are guys that then... But yeah, by that time, Jack Wilshere was probably playing, no? Yeah, no, but no, he wasn't no, playing at Arsenal. Really. He, he, he wasn't. He, he chose to go to Bournemouth. Yeah, he went to Bournemouth for loan instead of going to what was yeah, it? Like, uh, I can't remember where it was. But so the, they're the ones, the ones that they're at those type, they could, they should be looking obviously maybe at the top of the top teams abroad. But when you got the youngsters, just go play for Granada, go play for Malaga, go and you've play got the for, time. Just go somewhere else. You, you learn, you learn something different. You're learning a different style, and it's not like what you're thinking about money. Money, like go there. Be better, learn different style of play, learn different tactics, and then come back. Like, you can come back and then you can... Yeah, but that's the whole problem with the league, like you mentioned before. It's that money thing. It's, because money. it's the money and it's the arrogance. It's because the arrogance money, exactly. of there's no other league as good as the English league. I mean, like, look, for me, I've always thought, like, Ronaldo's time in England has shaped him into the player he was today. He learned to play a different way. Then he went over to Spain. Now he's in Italy. He, everything that he learned in England, which he probably wouldn't have learned if he'd stayed in Portugal... Um, stuff that he's learned in England he didn't learn while he was over in Spain it made him into that top tier player he was today because now he knows different styles he knows different ways to play he's learned from different managers like it goes both ways you can go yeah. over to another team because also look at that look at all the, uh, the better international teams and their players are scattered all over the world they're scattered, yeah. in, different, scattered in different leagues and they all bring that different style of play back and then they I you mould that into the style that their national team plays. You have a core that's based in their home country, yeah. but there's others that are bringing other things to the so table. Get, so I, get... I agree. I agree with everything you guys have said. It's just, in England, it's not seen that way. And I don't think it can change anyone's mind, so to speak. Maybe for the youngsters, the under 23 that. The youngsters, it's easy yeah. for them to maybe, if like Gerard has done with... His, and the players coming from wherever to go to Scotland. Obviously, Scotland is not abroad as we want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's, that's a good thing because you can get the players out. But the players themselves don't see it that way. See it as try your best to get into the thing. If anything, go and play in the championship. You're seen as you're playing well in the championship. And then you can get into a team, a big team in this country. More so than go and play for... The only people that seem to work for is people that start outside already, like Owen Hargreaves. Yeah, yeah, Munich, yeah, yeah. coming into England squad find yeah, Eric Dyer he, he was there from young but his family lived there so he grew up there and then comes straight into here, top tier so but that's the thing and again I'm saying that's that arrogance there how can you think that going and playing for Derby is better than playing for Valencia yes. kind of thing but like 9 out of 10 of them would be like oh and I'm sure 9 out of 10 um, English teams would prefer their player to go play in the championship than to go play in the Liga which is dumb but it's also, again, like, just look at 
it's just take, taking that risk and going with it. Fabregas came at the age of 16 to Arsenal. He could have like he could have stayed at Barcelona yep. and been cushy there and just like, wait 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 your chances and stuff because they highly rated him. Yeah, yeah. but also, but yeah, he maybe he would have ended up with Malaga or something yeah. like yeah. The player ahead of him, he was not really gonna push them out because these guys were there for time. So he left there, went to Arsenal at the age of sixteen. Uh, Wenger was playing him, yeah, giving him a chance doing stuff. Then you got like what's it called the De Silva brothers. Like obviously they ain't turned out to be the greatest, but. They took that gamble from Brazil at a young age, came over to Manchester, started a new life and just tried, like, tried it. There's, yeah. other, there's countless other... Maybe it's their, their transfer policy as well, which helps. Because what I've realised, Real Madrid and Barcelona, I'm not sure about the other teams, whenever they sell any of their academy players, yeah. they always have that buy-back clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so have that I, th- I think it's, yeah, Barcelona just bought that guy from Lyon. The striker, he scored that goal. Real Madrid, you mean? The one, the curl one. Yeah, was it Real Madrid? Yeah, Real Madrid boy. What, yeah, that Vilnius? Uh, yeah. The strike, that Vilnius. Vil- yeah, uh, he is yeah, another yeah, buyback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, only because they, no, they, they but I'm saying if them. England decided to do that, they know, okay, I'm leaving Man United, it may not be best for me. Wherever I'm going, they will still want me back if I'm doing the business and they'll want to buy me first over someone else. So maybe Obviously, that mentally keeps these Barcelona. Look at Delafayette. How many times has he gone to Everton? Yeah, but they're still yeah, taking yeah. back at Barcelona because they always have that clause. Yeah. So he comes back, okay, he's not working, we don't really need you. He can leave again knowing that if he, he's doing or playing to a certain level, they, they could want him back. But that's the thing as well. You don't have to... It doesn't so even mentality. have to be that you, you... It doesn't even have to be in your mind that you're coming back to the new team. But like this think, guy played at Borussia Dortmund, he could end up at Bayern Munich. He could no, have I a banging game against Real Madrid in true. the Champions League and end up at Real Madrid. He's opening up his, his opportunities. Like... Sorry, let me just, like, the Jack Wilshire thing, like, there is no way on earth you are telling me in any way, shape or form going and playing for Bournemouth was not better than going to go for one of the, I can't, was it Roma? Was it Roma that he was, that he was supposed to go to? Bro, you're yeah, telling was. me that that was not, like, money aside, like, in terms of what you're doing for your career and getting into England and putting yourself in that shop window, Roma was the better, was the better choice. Bournemouth weren't even in any competitions. Like, that is just a stupid move. Fueled by the arrogance of Premier League is the best. Maybe, I don't know. It's just the mentality. I don't think they it, even it, have the belief yeah. in themselves. Maybe in Jack's mind, he's thinking, if I go to Roma, how much game time am I really going to get? Whereas Bournemouth will play you. But bro, they, they pushed hard for him. Bro, but they pushed hard for him. I didn't think they wanted him as an also ran. They was really, they was really intent and keen on getting him. He wasn't yeah, like a real It has to be a trend for people to see happening. But you know, how often, often do you see it happen? Not often. So yeah, but we don't know how many how many offers did they turn down. We don't. No, know. No, they probably do, but that's what I'm saying. No one has seen it. Like, okay, he's gone there. Let me do it. Yeah. It's always, this, it this world is always somewhere. about a trend. No, but, no, but look, so look, it has to start. You, know, you, you go back like to the nineties and that when obviously the Premier League was just starting. What clearly was not seen as the best league. Mm. You had players like Gascoigne going to Italy, Paulitz going to Italy. Yeah, um, Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker. Yeah. You had like Marquis. He went to. He was at. Uh, even... and he was at Bayern Munich so he, like these are players they played about and they went they tried like and seeing they the best of things and then they came back as well and they're seen okay, as great I players think at the same time it's a bit of a mix because you look at the French team they just won the, 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 the World Cup look at that French team and look at their players Martial, Mbappe what not Mbappe is still in France Martial left to come to United but they were all already doing something before they left it wasn't that they went so sometimes it's just about the crop of players you got yeah, but unlike yeah, you see, so it, at this moment now, I can see that England have a good crop of young. But even those French players are, are out England. and about. Pogba, Kante, Martial. No, but, 
But okay, fair enough. But Pogba left early, so that's fair enough. He, he already was showing levels, so <laughs> you have to like post the. I'm just saying there were a lot of there were a lot of like unseen talent in in England. It just they're not given a chance because they're just because there's such a queue that they have to wait to get to the to the front. And they're, they're just sitting there like Deli Ali. He got plucked out basically after one game after MK Guns beat United four 0 And how often is that going to happen? It doesn't yeah. happen often. But then, um, but actually, it was happening with like James Madison coming through as well from the lower leagues. But, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. the thing is, it does take um, like some some of these. You need I don't know what I'm gonna say. But no, bro, and it's like it's and that's the thing. It it died there yeah, once and again. You're saying it's since this arrogance has set in. Even if you go back before the Premier League, you got um, Jimmy Greaves, supposed to be one of the greatest players ever. That guy went and played in AC Milan for a season. And like obviously that was back when it was like first division or whatever, and and you know it probably wasn't it, again it wasn't one of the greatest. Yeah, Ray Wilkins like these guys like. It's yeah, but it was more point. common then. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe it was the top of his game. What's his name? Um, Gary Lineker going to Barcelona. You know they've got. You've seen in that group. There's always someone that's going to play for Parma, one of those teams at that time. So it, it was more normal. Yeah, and I think that was what, more during the 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 stretch of in their career more so than their youth stages. Yeah, but again, it comes to the fact. So why are more top guys not doing that in their career? Obviously, there was a period when, yeah, undeniably, the Premier League was like the most. You know, we're looking in the two thousands. The, there was no place to be other than the Premier League, or no place to be other than one of the top four teams in the Premier League. That is not the case. That is not the case now, and it hasn't been the case for a while. It hasn't That's been true. the case for about eight or nine years now. The English teams are really there and dominating. So, you know, why aren't guys doing that? Why aren't guys, even guys from like also ran teams, like teams that are like top six or top eight, you can still, the Premier League still has that kind of reputation where you can probably go from a top 10 team in England to maybe a top four or five team in Spain or Italy, I think you're stretching that. Yeah, oh, go on. the top four. Thing. Because it's like, I'm not talking about the two ones, but okay, like the other I, guys, I, that, like three, four, yeah, and five. I, I, I think only top, <laughs> only in the top four, I'd say, would get players that could go to the league just because of their names. These are not English players, but look at Yanazai, look at Pereira. Yeah, from United to was it Valencia? And where did yeah, yeah, Yanazai yeah. Uh, to Sociedad. You see, and the Pereira did okay. Yanazai did okay-ish, but where are they now? I mean, Pereira still can't get into the team. And these, they, I mean, they can't get games. So they Before, he did well. He did well in, he he did well in Valencia. So if that's the case for a foreign player who seems to be better technically than an English player, where did the English player see themselves? So look at Ryan Fraser. Look at Madison. Madison really, you'll be looking at, I'm getting game time every week at Leicester. Should I leave? You leave, you go to another team where you're playing better or different foreign players. Yeah, but as a footballer, shouldn't you have the mind frame that you're you're good enough to get into a team? Yeah, that's what you that's should be saying. Like, you're not you going should, there thinking, I'm, oh, saying, I'm not going to get the, in that team. The way I'm, I'm seeing it now is there are that many foreign players now. Like I said with, um, is it Sterling I mentioned? Yeah, someone like Sterling. Or even James Milner back then when he was at Man City. They play around these many foreign players when the Robinos and whoever's about Aguero's mm-hmm. there for Sterling, they learn a lot of things from these foreign players, so it helps. They learn the pieces. But they then, learn I'm just saying, then, then if these players went abroad, they'd no, learn no, again. I'm saying the way yeah. the league has turned out, look at Watford, look at Leicester, look at Everton, there's that many foreign players mixing in and out of the game that they're all learning. So maybe that's all been part of the growth of these this new crop of players. That come all right. Again, we're still early in the season, but you look at the Liga. Sevilla are top of the, the table now. 
and Espanyol are fifth. Bro, there's guys from there's guys from mid table teams yeah, well, that could be getting into. It's, it's got to be. It's so early, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's early. But Roma did only suffering because Ronaldo's. No, no, but I'm saying those two teams, uh, those two teams, and they're probably going to be in and around like the top level. Well, Sevilla, maybe not Espanyol. Sevilla is still going to be in and around that top level come the end of the season. There are like again, like a Jack Wilshere type of guy. You're telling me he's not going to be able to start week in, week out for Sevilla, or at least play oh, a, 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 a play a good part, like <laughs> or play like a a very good part. All right, fair enough. If you're you're you know, but you should and like if you're playing week in, week out for Leicester, that's cool. But why not again? Uh, someone playing week in, week out for Leicester probably could push for a place in the Dortmund team. So that's why not go for it? So why not go for that? You can push, but you don't get in. <laughs> you don't know. You'll be on the bench. The person I can see make it. Anyway, this know. Sancho. But that's the thing. He comes under the whole Man City Pep Pep's treatment. And you think of Foden. And one. Look at Foden. Foden hardly plays, but he's on the bench for City. He doesn't really play. Yeah, but City, he should go City, City, City wouldn't let him go. Yeah, City wouldn't let him go. Got, they got plans for him, so he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, they got plans for him. He's How many got, like, Foden but, is one of many. It's Sancho was earmarked that he was definitely going to think City would not let him go. Yeah, but he wasn't here, Mark. So he just thought, "Why, why stay here when they maybe might want me?" Or just go yeah. abroad. And he's and again, and he's he could have ended up at Bournemouth. Like, he could have ended that up. That usually up. happens. Yeah, and I could be wrong because I'm using my football manager knowledge, and I've played <laughs> football manager in ages. When your your top, usually your top players from the youth squad are the ones that are offered to these bigger clubs, or the bigger club coming for them. Mm. But besides that, the rest of the crop is usually you end up in basic Championship or League One. So if saying, not, you're staying there because of this new under twenty three league they started. So in this case, I think the owner is the onus is more on the players to do it for themselves rather than I'm. I'm not saying that the I'm not saying that the clubs should be getting these guys into these kind of teams, but I think you sh- they should be willing to make the decision and take a chance. If you're going to leave your club, don't just leave it and be like, I'll go to another team in the Premier League. As long as I'm in the Premier League, I'm cool. Check your options. See what's out there. You know, know your worth. Anybody got anything else to weigh in on this debate? We could keep going round and round, but now I think we'll come to a conclusion. I could talk more. I always write, but I'll stop. If, if you remember what your point is, then you can <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to think, you know, I complete brain block. Something about where you please. Brain block means it's time to go, bro. It's time to go. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Obviously, we'll be back next week. A little bit of a different format. Still talking the Premier League, but tune in and find out how it goes. I've been Flows. MK. Mr. BNF, then no filter. Check out Twitter for our Acom for the weekend. At BNA Podcast. Yeah. What is it? So it should be on I'm gonna do it, Manas is not gonna touch it. So we should win some money this weekend. If we don't, <laughs> I might take a sabbatical as well. <laughs> I'll start doing that. <laughs> But yeah, we're still up anyway, so yeah, just check it out. Check out the BNA podcast and yeah. Peace out. Peace out.